<laughs> hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond, who's soon to be across the pond, it's DL. You're revealing my travel schedule. Oh, I no, am. I'm compromised. <laughs> yeah, because um, every, <laughs> everyone who listens to this yeah. is following Did you. Did you have to fucking take a... I, have to, I had to go get a proper COVID test today. Like a like up the nose? Well, not like one at the drive-thru. I had to go pay 100 bucks to fly. What? Yeah. I didn't know I mean, that. it was the same test, apparently. They just, they did the nose okay. and the mouth. So I guess that's what oh. the $100 is. Oh, you want it in the it's mouth. both sides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to pay 100 bucks. So, so that's some people's kinks, man. Yeah, like, I, some people exactly. want to pay $100 for that I don't, shit. I don't I judge, man. I don't what judge. Do you, like, I was, so I, I got one like ages and ages ago, so I've only really had one of the COVID oh, tests. Really? So I the nose. And the, the, the girl who was, like, you know, waving us through basically said... It's gonna taste. It's gonna. It's gonna feel like you just ate like a massive chunk of wasabi all at once, and it hits the back of your throat. I was like, when I had it, that's exactly what it feels like. It's like, like in the back of the throat. Do you not feel that? Oh, no, a massive chunk of wasabi is much worse. It wasn't. It wasn't that bad. You're being a bit. It's dramatic. not the burning. It's the like the back. Yeah, of the throat, yeah. I mean, though. like it's just because it's way up your nasal cavity. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the gist. way to be really obvious about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had to pay that. So I'm traveling. It's nice. You're traveling. Exciting. Excited to go. I back wonder to the if States like there's bit? gonna be anyone on the plane. I sure by now there would be. I don't know. Sure by now there would be. You think so? Like it's the, it's been dribs and drabs. They've opened it up more and more. Like apparently, um, I had a bunch of friends who who went. In fact, you, it's all gonna be Americans. You know, you know our friends. Truly, the Ameri- the, the other American peoples we know over here. They they went back during COVID for like a family's wedding or something. Yeah. And it was literally like them and like six other people on the plane like that's yeah but that's because it's like an exemption right yeah like, exactly now it's but i'm just wondering even now like how many people were like fuck it i'm going home i think a lot of people would be yeah. if they've got the residency and stuff they'd be down i'd be going home if i could yeah you know me britain australia <laughs> anyway so i am gonna be across the pond you are and yeah. that means we're gonna have a little interesting breakup in the schedule so we'll We've got some surprises coming for you guys if you're excited. Um, mm-hmm. To get you excited, if we've, got, excited. we've got a special guest. Yeah, if I don't know if you'd be, we've got a special guest who's going to be on one of the shows coming up soon. Fingers crossed that all works out. Haven't tested the software yet, so who actually knows? <laughs> and we have another episode that we've scheduled. Well, we've already recorded, right? For the in between times. Yes. Well, in the future. Yeah. Well, in, in the, the past. In in, in our past, in the past, but the future and. Yeah. That's a joke that happens in the podcast. <laughs> I'm sure we've That's used a bit it. we do. Yeah. And look, guys, before we jump into conversations, there will be time codes in the description. So if you want to listen to us chat shit about our days, what we've been up to, uh, what we have been doing in the geeky world, feel free. But if you want to jump to our main topic, which I'm sure you all know by now from the uh, from the lovely title of the episode, feel free. Uh, what have you been up to this week, buddy? What have you been doing? So I didn't do much because we didn't have that much time between. Um, I'm halfway through Free Guy. Oh, I'm halfway through Free Guy. Where are you up to? Uh, I don't know. He's like leveling up. He's, he's, oh, he's you're pretty early doors then. I'm like 40 minutes in. Yeah. Mm. He's leveled up or he's like trying to get his mate to like take on the glasses with him or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. You're like, pretty early doors. Yeah. Come back to when you see now. I like to know your thoughts. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so that's that's like literally all I've watched. I did watch the first episode of the new Netflix like kind of. You know, every now, every couple of years, there's like a animal planet, like, or a, oh, yeah. what is it called? Um, planet Earth. Yep. Kind of remake. My absolute favorite. Yeah. They're the best. This one I on Netflix, it came out. I just uh, watched the first episode. It's about big cats. Is it Dave Gattenbrough? It's not. It's someone new. Okay. Which is refreshing, I guess. You can't have him do every single one. I wanted to. He should do, um, should do everything. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm excited to get into that. But because I didn't watch anything, I 
did, you know, take a point to say, hey, there's a lot of stuff I want to watch mm. because Netflix, it looks like just had like a big refresh. You know, every okay, now and again, is. Netflix yeah. just has a refresh. You're like, what yeah. the fuck? You just had a, you got a new look. You, you got hard you, you, went, you went and did, got some work done. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Got your nails did. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I've got like a bunch of stuff I want to watch. Army of Thieves, which is a new Netflix oh. movie. Can I give you a piece of advice? I mean, just it's, don't. It's 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Good for good for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't know if it's any good. But you anyway, so that's there. Well, actually, tell me how it is. Like, give I, me good I, Have back. you not seen it? I've seen the Army of the Dead one. Is it the same movie? It's it's a prequel to that movie. Oh, well, then yeah. now I'm not as excited. Yeah, and it's um, and it was my literal least favorite character in the whole of Army of the Dead. Okay, sweet. It's the dude who cracks vaults, right? So what are they doing? Like a zombie. Universe? It's like a prequel showing how like this dude got to the yeah, but like how, team. how do they just already green light that movie if like the other one had dude, barely? I don't fucking know. Zack Snyder, man. Netflix yeah. were just like, let's let's give him some cash. Yeah, A Time to Kill, which is an older movie, but I just Isn't saw they added movie? that. It's on there. What is a Bob movie? No, it's a it's a it's a book, but it's not Time Bond. To kill it. Hmm, sounds like a that, that sounds very Bond. It does sound Bond. What's it about? Um, I think like a lawyer. I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I just know that the writer's really good and he writes good thrillers. Cool. Uh, the Gentleman, which I believe I've seen like half of. I've seen it. It's good. Yeah. It's like, I, it's Guy Ritchie. And yeah. uh, actually, maybe we saw it together. I actually don't know. I did. I, I feel like I've seen it, but I only remember half. I've definitely seen it. Um, um, I don't know if I saw it with you. Yeah, anyway, that one's on there now. What's your number? A Chris Evans movie. 90s rom-com. Ooh. I'm just trying to, I'm just curious what he was like in the 90s. Well, I'll watch this with Gail. I'll make her pick it. I'll trick her. I'll be like, this looks like a good one for you. She picks it, <laughs> uses her thing, and I get two with one stone. Love it. Um, Go back to another teen movie. He was in that. He remember was, that I movie? remember that. That was so good. Yeah. Uh, Last Christmas, which is Amelia Clark, another Christmas movie that I've got uh, on the yeah. calendar. Oh, yeah, Nothing I'm excited about, but like, Gail likes to watch Christmas movies, so I got some in the pipeline. Uh, the King, a show. Yes. I'd okay. like to watch that. The King Pac- with Robert Pattinson and Timothy Chalamet. Yes, yes. Uh, I really want to watch that. Yeah. I really want to watch that. It's a couple of things. It's a miniseries. We've I got think. Batman versus Paul Atreides. Who's going to win? Exactly. That's the real question. And I've saved it. So a I'll myth versus that. a god. A myth versus a god. Kind of. Batman's more than a myth. A legend. Damn, you got a lot lined up for these uh, flights. How taxi these driver, flights Midnight Mass. Irishman, I've got a lot of stuff I'm going to say. We'll see what I get to. We'll do a I, debrief I after. think you should start with Irishman. You promised oh, last God, week. I'm I never going to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's so daunting. Three hours? It's so long. How many whiskeys? We'll have but to we down. did do, uh, We, I mean, plug for one of our old podcasts. We did Zack Snyder's Justice League. It was longer than that film. It's like four and a bit hours, right? Yeah, but I did that over, over a couple, couple of days. days. Yeah. yeah. I, weirdly, I weirdly, I actually sat through it in one sitting, which was Bold man. intense. But I got through it. I had like so many snacks. Had like a couple of drinks. <laughs> I was just chilling out. It was a good day. It was like a Sunday. Nothing else was happening. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Why not? And then I continue to read my book, uh, Name of the Wind, Follow Up the White Man. I'm going to make a bold, a bold claim here. Yes. Based on my knowledge of yourself. Yes. I think on this trip, you will watch maximum two, maybe three of those movies you mentioned. The rest of the time, just read your book. I probably will. Yeah, that's, def- that's pretty accurate. Gonna and also, I like, I, I think that's definitely. You give yourself two lofty goals. You I should have just I, gone I with like. Clarify. I didn't mean to say that. Like, I will watch all of these on my break. Although, if that was what I said, I'd 100 percent agree with you. If that's what I was. What that's I meant. literally what I was assuming yeah. you were telling. So what me. I was saying is like instead of like saying what I watched, I saw that Netflix did a refresh of a bunch of stuff that I haven't seen. So I've added a bunch of things to my list. Got it. Got I don't it. expect to get. Through. Okay, then we'll narrow it down. Then which ones are you going to try and watch all your way? What do you reckon? Well, I guess I have to say The Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> you got to try. Uh, the King, The Irishman. I would watch The King as well, yeah. 
probably after that much intensity, I'll want to watch something kind of a little more laughable. So maybe what's your number last Christmas? One of those two? Sure. I don't know, man. I don't we'll know about see. last Christmas. You That's the immediately clock one yeah. where the dude looks... got good ratings for a Christmas movie. Sure. Well, I mean, I've, I've seen the trailer and I'm just guessing that he's like a ghost or something. Like, it's what it looks like. Watch the trailer. I think you'll you immediately stop. It. I'm gonna... I've never seen the fucking movie. Yeah, so you say. <laughs> probably got on the Wikipedia, <laughs> like... <laughs> I watched the anime, yeah. of course, yeah. And then, I guess I'll round it out before I get to what you've watched with... I was... Uh, I did play a bit of Mario Party this week, and I got Ooh. eight stars in a single what? match. Eight stars. For you Mario Party fans, which you probably aren't many. <laughs> can I be one. honest? It's not that good of a game. But it's, it, you know, the partner likes what the partner likes. Eight stars in a single match. I've done heard of. It was, it was just... Was anyone else even playing? I think that, like, the dialogue changed. Yeah. You know how you, you <laughs> A through it so fast in that game? Because you just, it's so much bullshit of, like, it's, like, oh, over-explaining things. Awful. So, like, the little dialogue prompts, I th- I'm pretty sure it changed to, like, this is a miracle! Did you get really lucky or something? Like, that game's hard. Um, I got really lucky. Yeah, there's no way you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it is still a board game. But, like, there, what I found out about that game is you actually can time the dice roll. So uh, I, I, I was like, got really good at just timing the dice roll to get 10 every time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a bit of luck. Bit you didn't of get 10 stars, though. You only, you only got eight. Only because. So you could do better. Only because Yoshi stole two. Ooh. Uh, anyway. Sorry, Yoshi. moving on. Fucking Yoshi, man. What did you. Well, that's your Switch to? game, right? I mean, I think we've. I think my partner bought it too, but we've, we've played it once and we were both like, this is just long. <laughs> It is. It, the game would be so much better if they just after you'd played it once, they didn't explain everything. You could just cut, you could just all, cut the dialogue. all the dialogue. Ugh. It's awful. Instead, you just sit through it every time. So bad. Yeah. Anyway, well, I think that's a couple of interesting bits this week. I think you'll, I think you like these, and I think one of them you'll definitely, definitely want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um. So one thing I watch is a new Netflix thing, which is in the refresh. Funnily enough, it's called Bad Sport, which may be the worst title for anything of all time. Yeah. But it's actually really interesting. So it picks like. I think it's eight, like sporting contro- controversy controversies. I can't say words. Uh, controversies, and it deep dives each of them. So I've only actually watched the one that's on football soccer. Okay. And it's about Italy in the mid to mid two thousands. There's that they're like biggest team. I don't know yeah. if you ever heard of Juventus. It's like the biggest team in Italy. They're like huge. They've won more titles than all the other teams combined, et cetera, et cetera. And it turns out that they had this sporting director who was, spoilers for this show, I suppose, but from the mid-2000s, who was literally like influencing the referees to swing games their way. So they had the best best team in at least Italy, if not one of the best teams in Europe. And they were still doing all this stuff. It's so interesting. It's kind of like the Astros, man. Yeah, it it was uh, it was interesting because what they got him on it was like, uh, what do you call it? Organized crime, basically, Mm. is what they tried to get him on. Unreal. Wow. So interesting. That's really good. I think you'll like that. There's one. I think there's there's definitely ones on American sport and stuff. So you'd be into that. In fact, the Astros might be on there. It was recent, but. Like the same thing, right? This team was good enough to win the World Series mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. any help, and they, they had a full on They did it scandal. anyway. Yeah. Well, I also got around this weekend to watching a movie that I've had on my list for ages to rewatch, and I've just not got around to it. But this weekend, I thought, screw it, it's happening. It's Inglorious Bastards. 
I've seen that movie so many times. So many times. I still love it, though, when I watch it. Of course, it. yeah. Like that final scene. I, I'm surprised that you're saying you haven't rewatched it before. In, in ages. It's, no, oh, I have rewatched it. Okay. I just haven't rewatched it in ages. Yeah, it's and a great movie. Like the scene, the, it's just that last bit with Christopher Waltz where he like, he's like digging it's it into gruesome. his forehead. Like I was squir- squir- squirming at the time. Spoilers. I mean, that's not really giving anything away. Digging in the forehead. Spoilers. What Isn't am I telling anyone? Spoiled spoiled the whole movie for you guys it's good it's bloody good i love that and it's th- i think that's tarantino is absolute best i think it's i would say that i think it's my favorite your favorite tarantino yeah it's up there for me for sure i think kill bill's up there for me but i don't i don't love kill bills because i'm not a fan of that genre as much that he's sure. kind of playing to sure but i would say that one's my favorite and honestly like top three for me like hateful eight would be in there and every a lot of people don't like it but like but true true crit film critics actually a lot of them do so i so i vibe with that that makes me think that makes me think i'm you know worth something in this really not genre all about one fan who listens to this anyway yeah the last one i was going to mention before i move on was last night i finally after like the rest of the world's watched it like three months ago we finally got no time to die in australia so i've watched it i can report back I enjoyed it. It's better than Aquaman. Three hours. I. It's not quite three hours. It's two and two, two hours forty yeah. or something. But like, very good. I'll, I'll I'll let you go away and make your own decisions and watch it on your own. Yeah, I will. I kind of feel like I need. Like, let me ask you this: Having seen sure, it, should I be adding some James Bond movies to my list in preparation for watching it? How, how much did you like the Craig ones? I, I I've seen all of them. I just don't remember them. That's I reckon point. should I rewatch some of them? Yeah, I reckon you could rewatch some of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Maybe I mean probably watch the first two. That's yeah, de- definitely the first first two minimum, and maybe Spectre as well. Like, okay. I didn't love Spectre, yeah. but like it, this definitely like has lots of throwbacks to it. So if you don't yeah. quite remember the plot beats of Spectre, it's kind of not as you're not gonna like it as much. Yeah. I mean, you you are like on, yeah. it's, it's a fantastic standalone movie. There are a lot of bits like so Blofeld. Yeah, it's from the trailers. Blofeld's yeah. in it again. Uh, I saw Christoph a, lot, Waltz a, lot again. The, a lot of the villains from the old movies are in it. it well, it's like. just Christoph Waltz, I think. Okay. But yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. I highly recommend. Uh, I, we, we were going to do a pod on it, but we just didn't have time. Yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe another time. Maybe we'll come back to it one day. Well, anyway, moving on. Have you heard this week? I don't have my thing open. Have you heard this week? There has been so much news. We did have, as I mentioned last week, we had the Disney Plus Day. I'm going to wait a minute to get to that. I think what I might do for that, because there, uh, there was a lot of stuff. I'm just going to fire a couple of things at you that I enjoyed and see if you like them as much, or inter- are as interested as I am for them. Let's do it. But before we get to that, did you hear this week that Henry Cavill wants to play Captain Britain in the MCU? Now, Captain Britain what? is quite an obscure uh, superhero, kind of not a not terribly far away from like a Captain America type. It looks quite similar. Not dissimilar. I, I wouldn't mind seeing it. A lot of people, yeah. I, I mean, like he's a very well-known comic book character, part of one of the Avengers, one of the crappier Avengers teams. Would you like it to Henry Cavill like crossover? It, would, it seems like it would be a bit tr- like, kind of like on the nose and a bit like. I think so. Have to be a that, joke. That's what. I, that's exactly what I've been trying to get in my head. It's yeah, almost like it'd be a joke, right? I don't think it's a joke though. I think it's a serious character. Well, then I, they, they'd probably make it a joke. I, I don't know. You'd have to make... I'm not saying you'd have to. I just don't know. Like, it's so... What new does it bring to the table if it's not a joke, right? I don't know. Like, it, otherwise you don't do it. Otherwise I li- it's just I like rehashing. The idea of, yeah, I like the idea of Henry Cavill in the MCU. 
Yeah. Not sure I'm thrown on this exact character. Yeah. Why, just because he's British. Why did he want it? Is it just because he's British? I guess so. Why not? Okay. Well, he's also Welsh. He's not British. Is he? Yeah. Well, Wales is part of Britain. Captain Brit- the Great Britain. Captain Welsh. Captain Welsh. Well, anyway, did you hear this week that Suicide Squad director David Ayer, so the old one, the old, old one. Yes, yes, yes. He's posted a few images of Gerard Leto as the Joker in previously hitherto unseen shots, which he's, I mean, he's pushing to get his own Snyder cut, right? It's basically what's happening. He he did his piece. He's like, I'm not going to do anything else about it. And now he's like, well, maybe I could make some money out of this. (laughs) So it's like he basically made this post about Jared Leto actually having been amazing as the Joker, but no one saw it. And it, these are sort of rolling off the back of that. And I'm a bit like... How many times do we need to hear this? I So many times now. I don't care. I don't want to see it. I didn't even watch the first one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care about Jared Leto as a Joker. It's not for me. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I don't, I don't have any major love for it. Uh, yeah. I mean, like... Well, anyway, look, let's skip on from that. Let's skip on to the, the Disney Plus day. Now, there's a, so much stuff was announced. I think uh, I'm just excited for all of it. And let me give you a couple I was excited about, and you can tell me what you think. First and foremost, we had some concept art slash images of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yeah, I saw this. I think I sent you them. The main one being that he is going to have a rematch with Vader. I just wish they didn't say that. Yeah, me too. Like, a little shut bit. the fuck up about it. It's just an image, though. So it could yeah, be like, like a memory. It could be like a one. Of, you know, like when Luke goes into the cave or whatever. That, that is like all the shit, though. That, like I want to know when it happens. Like I don't want to know that going in. Like that. That is the central question. Like, what is this going to be about? Is is the last time like he Obi Wan saw Vader before he sees him in A New Hope? Was it when he watched him slide into the lava, or is there shit in between? Like. And you've basically taken the mystique away before yep. the things even had a trailer. True. I don't like that. I wish they would have shut the fuck up. Wow. In the new segment, shut the fuck up. Dre dropping bombs. ST, yeah, hot take, spicy. Spicy takes. Right, anyway, sorry. Oh, that, no, no, that, no. I think, it's a perfectly va- I think it's perfectly valid. Yeah. I, it, it's like most trailers now ruin the majority of movies anyway. Yeah. Like, so you might as well get it in your TV show as well. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well... We also were introduced to the fact that Agatha Harkness, you remember her from the WandaVision mm-hmm. show, she is getting her own spin-off. So we got a bunch of just images of titles, essentially. It's going to be called Agatha House of Harkness. It's coming to Disney+. Plus. Could be, could be exciting. Nice. We also... Now, this is one that I'm excited for. And I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little, little summon summon to you and see if you remember it. Because, I, I mean, I remember it pretty well. Um, one second. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and this is being uh, re the re- X Men '90 show. It's, it's coming redone, back, right? baby. Yeah, they're doing a re- new animated show. Well, I didn't hear what it was about though. Is it just going to be all new, or is it going to be great, continuation? Great point. It's yeah. called X Men '97. Now, the interesting part about that is the fact that the show was canned in '97, so it could easily just be a continuation, hmm. which is fantastic. I'd love to bring back. I forgot all that. They bring back a bunch of the original voice actors as as as. Good as sorry. Ah, oh, no. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, sorry, you can cut that if you want. It's in my head. Yes. Uh, it's they're good bringing though. up all the original voice actors. You said they're bringing back a bunch of the original voice actors, nice. which is going to be super exciting. And it's also nice because it's a nice way to introduce the X Men into sort of more 
open Marvel canon university type thing so we can start seeing them coming to the MCU at last. I'm mm-hmm. so excited for them in the MCU. Well, anyway, a couple of other quick bits then. Did you see from the same same day that there's going to be a new Predator sequel? It is called Prey. And we just got basically an image, as you can see. It's a Predator stalking his prey, funnily enough. I'm I mean, excited, like, man. Fucking... Did you like any of the Predator spin Arnold with his like Gatling gun struggled <laughs> like what is this poor woman with a, a bow and arrow do? why are we making it like, it looks like she it kind of looks like she's almost like an aloy type she's, she's like from either like a, a dystopian future or from the past so maybe it's thrown back to different time periods do, do we care tommy i'm excited about it. i love i love the predator i've got this little like secret love for uh, predator okay not many of the like the newer ones i think like predator one is just one of like the classic camp 80s yeah it is macho man legit only saw that one predator 2 is a bit no. weird it's Don- donald glover he's in the- he's in new york i think for some reason but then i have this kind of like i kind of have a love for like the alien versus predator stuff like it's cr- i know it's crap i can't get into that kind of stuff but it's just i just like kind of cool. like the idea of him crossing over yeah it's like king kong versus godzilla po- plug to another podcast i just go back it's just you know I, it's not doesn't tickle me. Not for you? Doesn't tickle my pickle. That's all right. That's perfectly uh. fine. Well, last one then. Marvel Zombies. And there's a bunch of other guys. So, like, I highly recommend going and checking out all the stuff that came out. There were trailer. There was teasers for Moon Knight. There was teasers for She-Hulk. There were teasers, uh, further teasers for uh, um, Ms. Marvel. So, go and check it out. There's a bunch there. I'll, I'll let you guys come back and let us know what your opinions of it are. But one thing that I was really intrigued by was the fact that Marvel Zombies is getting its own TV show. Now, it's clearly done really well. We talked about this in the What If show. So, yeah, is it going to be just following that Great world? question. I wonder. Is it a different set of zombies? Yeah, probably Who not. Knows? It's probably going to be the same story, I would imagine. I'd imagine the otherwise. I think differently. I, I feel like... they Not the same I, story, but like well, they, they playing did, off that world. They did like confirm that the second season of What If is going ahead. Yeah. So I wonder if they'll do like a completely separate thing for this. This is going to be animated by the looks of it. Well, it seems a bit weird to be like, get all this great reception to Marvel Zombies at, in the way that What If imagined it, and then to just do it differently. Why not? Because you Different universes, different things. just got a lot of great reception, and we only got 30 minutes. Like, obviously, people want They're more gonna expanded come versions back. of that. Anyway, I... They're going to come back in What If Season 2, though, surely. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think they are. Did you see the I Am Groot? Yes. Show? Ah. I don't know anything about it, but... It's, a, it's just an animated series. But what's series. not to like, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to our competition winner, MCU Informer, who I sent the prizes to. We gave him a little, uh, what are they called? Funko Pops? Like a Funko Pop of Groot. Mm. I was genuinely like really upset to let it go. Yeah, <laughs> like, it had been in my apartment for like two weeks. Fair enough. And I was like, oh my God, nah, but seriously, it was, uh, that show's going to be great. I've got a good feeling. I do too. Groot, Groot and maybe Rocket. All right, do you reckon Rocket I don't know Rocket who's going to be in it. I don't know anything. I, well, I don't have any like theories. I just mean that. It'll be it. It can't just be Groot because he can only say one word. So like <laughs> two words. I know. Like what else is gonna? <laughs> Sorry, one phrase. Um, Did you have any news this week, dude? Beyond the the Disney Plus stuff, which there is. What was was there anything that lot. stood out to you? Anything? You um, to Moon Knight looks great, by the way. We saw. Like, it, was there any announcements about uh? Oh, there's a Disney Pinocchio. What else is there? Oh, did you also hear that apparently tomorrow, so our time it's Monday. Tomorrow is Tuesday. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's apparently going to be a new Spider-Man trailer. 
Nice. So they released a they released a poster of it this week, but the word on the street is that there will be a, a trailer coming tomorrow. So we won't get a chance to talk about it until you're back. Bummer. Two weeks time. But, but I so, will watch it. I'll watch we'll it too. Watch. I did see they released the campaign first like footage of Halo, and I'm like, fuck yeah! Really I'm excited about it again. Looks I good. thought they were. I thought there was big. Problems I don't know what I have. I'm so confused as to what's going on with this. I but think there's did, problems. But they did release the first look, and it looked really cool. Great. I don't know how it'll scale, but that what they gave, I was like, I want to play. So it sounds like there's problems. So I hope they're just going to take their time and like not rush it out. I think that they're just there's problems with like co-op and like the way that like they're anyway. I'll save that. Stop covering your mouth. We're on a podcast. The, the way that they've uh, <laughs> saved it. I'm itching my mouth. I'm like covering it, Thomas. The, the way that they, like, have built it, they just assume certain things would be the same. But, like, actually, if you're doing, like, an open-world Halo game or semi-open world, like, things like having co-op on online and having you save in the same spot, like, they just hadn't thought that out. And so they cut parts of that and are going to release. Anyway, I'll spare you the details, but um, no, I'm excited I'd, to play. I'd love to know how that's going to work because that's, that's two disparate types of gameplay that are, like... Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm just excited to play a new Halo game, to be honest, yeah. at this point. So maybe I'm a fanboy. You're stoked about... Oh man, I'm, I'm excited for you by, the, by how excited you are. It yeah. gets, <laughs> gets me excited, bro. Well, anyway, if you guys have heard anything that we haven't talked about, if you've got a specific thing from the Disney Plus day that you wanted, we wanted us to talk about and we didn't, we can always come back to it. Let us know. You can yeah. hit us up on Instagram at Podcast Assemble. Or podcastassemble at gmail.com. My man. Well, anyway, did you hear this week that... Segwaying into our main topic. Yes. Red Notice uh-huh. has officially, apparently, had the biggest opening day ever for any film on Netflix. What does that mean? No idea. They never release their numbers. So, like, they can just lie. Well, I don't know. Like, it's exciting for the guys, at least. Like, like good good on them. Like, it's, it's had a lot of hype. It's had a lot of pushback. Didn't they just say that that was Squid Games? TV show. That's a show. Okay, that's well, there was another one before this, though, that had a anyway point Look, is point being they can make up they can say whatever they, they can want say what they want they don't release the numbers but everyone's excited we had posts from ryan we had posts from gal we had posts from the rock i'm i'm excited to talk about it i'm trying to be okay cool yeah. well let's so good thing we're on opposite ends of the spectrum let's do our <laughs> <laughs> stupid plot summaries this is obviously red notice um, it was actually recommended to us by friend of the show, Amir. Thank you very much, friend of the show, Amir. We, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about this. This, like I say, not only was the biggest opening for a movie on Netflix, it also had the biggest budget for a movie on Netflix. Was it? $200 million. What a waste of money. Hit me up with your stupid <laughs> plot summary. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. Ryan Reynolds and The Rock play the same characters they played for two decades. Two decades, except one of them has a shittier agent who left out the sponsored product placement clause. Gail Gadot. Why? Because she's hot right now, right? This movie is 200 meters long and two inches deep. (laughs) Wait, is that a quote from a film? I don't know. I, don't I think, think you so. said that you, either you said that last I week. Oh, so. that's a quote from the film. I don't think it's a quote from the film. I think you've been re- recycling your stupid plot summaries. No, I don't think. I, well, <laughs> the, the listeners can tell me, but this—that's a—that's my summary, man. There's a, there's, they try and they anyway. So we'll my, my stupid plot summary then takes a slightly different route this week. I okay. didn't have a lot of time today. I was working, so mine is actually from Metacritic user HR Herika. 
At least you're plugging and, him. And I, what I did was I chose one that sort of was about the level I was looking. If we gave things marks out of 10, I found one that hit about the level I would give it. And it just says, funny but predictable. Surprise ending, however. The acting was good, but the story seemed to be borrowed from too many other recent films. All films. <laughs> this like... isn't. This is like a completely borrowed. Borrowed is kind. I like. I like it. I liked it. I, I mean the, uh, the the summary. No, the stupid summary, plot summary. I mean, that's like accurate. Look, we we we're getting ahead of ourselves. So the plot yeah. for this is essentially, we are in the world of organized art crime. Correct. Who knew? And the. The two I, I've got that's funny. My <laughs> literal my literal first comment about this movie is I honestly knew I cared so little about art crime. <laughs> like, um so basically we have the two leading worlds art thieves going head to head for an unstealable prize, right? Yeah. And it's how they get there. It's two art thieves competing to steal a bunch of stuff. One, you're right, unstealable because one of them apparently doesn't exist, the thing that they're trying to steal, while being chased by the FBI agent who's trying to catch them. Yes. And like a catch me if you can, except with art. What do you think tropes the IMDb score is for this right now? I'm interested to see what you say for this. IMDb would be low. Five? Five? No, it's seven. It's Bang on seven. Stupid. I, what do you think the Metacritic Stupid score users. is? <laughs> well, what do you think the Metacritic score is? 40. 39. There we go. It's 39. That's more, that's more my fucking... The user score, however, is 6. It's ridiculous. Yep. Ryan Reynolds just pulls hard. He's, he, he brings his troll fans with him, hard. I think. All right. Now, tell me tell me what your Rotten Tomato score is for this. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score would be, I don't know, probably like 66 or something. 37 really thank god yeah i didn't believe in the. I'm, i didn't believe in the user scores there i thought they'd bring it up i thought it was gonna be like 37 and like 78 and you'd meet in like the i don't know 50s 60s well look this is directed by rawson marshall thurber i'm never gonna say his name right who has a really interesting sort of filmography right so on the one hand he directed we are the millers and dodgeball good movies objectively good movies but on the other hand he he directed skyscraper and central intelligence so there you go that's (laughs) like literally this their birth child yeah it really is and it's like the third time he worked with Dwayne the rock johnson who's in this is john hartley it's got ryan reynolds as uh, nolan booth Uh, it's got gal gadot as the bishop it's got uh, rita ayu as inspector das i bring up because she is in one of our favorite shows umbrella academy Mm -hmm. she's great uh two other people to mention chris i'm never gonna say this name right Diamantopoulos as Soto Voice. He, I bring him up because he had the worst British accent I've <laughs> ever heard committed to screen. It was, even if that's his real accent, it sounded sounded fake. It sounded like he was he deep was, faked. He was doing a voice. It was all He was doing like a voice like this or something. I don't know what he, I don't yeah, know what he's doing, but it wasn't yeah. that. So we're going to jump into our world famous segment. It's time for Goofiest IMDb picks. Are you excited for this one? This movie has got some... <clears throat> gems okay i mean gems and i've picked two that i think are the goofiest for you right now so first and foremost i am going to share with you mww michael wilkerson you ready for this i am ready first first goofiest (laughs) profile (laughs) tell me what tell me what's happening in this picture uh he is emerging (laughs) triumphant from a rock pool I think he's at a like a slip and slide. I think he's just coming. He's just wet and wild again. Yeah, I think he's coming down. Okay. 
<laughs> I think he's finishing like a like a slide somewhere, or uh, just under a. I think he's, he's emerging triumphant from some he, kind of water in a tank top. Waterfall. Yes, yeah. he's very very bold, very large man. Looks like a wrestler. And the second one is Bobby Blish. Now, if I said to you, Bobby Blish, what kind of picture do you think you're gonna get immediately? Just give me say uh, anything. I could see I could see it being a bit bogan. Well. Describe to the listeners what is going on in this picture. Hey, I cannot. <laughs> I'm without words. I guess the first thing that comes up is Rastafari, man. Well, it's, it's then a, it's, it's like it's steroids. It's and Jack Sparrow yeah, and steroids. It, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That is literally... You just accurately describe what is happening. Here. That's... What? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that that wins. <laughs> that, that wins life i think that wins that's the best iron picture i've ever seen i feel bad that people can't see these things like that is just, we should post them really yeah, on our, our instagram, on the instagram feed. that's true we should do that yeah. so quickly then before we do move on do you think uh mr bobby blish is more or less goofy than our current show champion which is mr tim cook go back to bobby blish i mean it's at least a headshot but it's just such a ridiculous human that I'm going to oh, go with him. He's got to win this. He's a ridiculous human. He's taking the he's taking yeah, the MVP he, trophy he's right ridiculous, here. Ridiculous. Why human. does he look like he's just pumping human he growth hormone so into yoked. his eyes? Yeah, and in very intense eyes as well. I surely that's photoshopped that picture. There's no way. I don't know. I haven't seen him in anything. <laughs> just <laughs> me neither. Except for this, apparently. Uh, when, um, like when was he in this? That's a good question. What I, is his? What is his uh, title? Look, I'm I'm not going to put that much effort into it. We'll yeah. go back. So, do you want to talk a little bit of non-spoilers for about this movie first? Yeah, I mean, like, this is like Red News. Red Notice is like a movie that steals from every other big budget yeah, yeah. Hollywood plot point trope. T- talk, talk about the story first. Yeah, I, I that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. The last big budget movie you watched. It's it's this no time to this die. plot. <laughs> it's this plot. Like some version of that movie is this plot. Uh, I mean, like espionage high i don't think there's much more to say than what was said without spoiling like you basically summarize the plot it's so, two it's two art thieves stealing yeah. stuff trying to one-up each other True. this so i've talked a couple of times previously about how i have a special category of movies which you're going to be soon falling into which is airplane movies now for anyone who's not heard previous episodes long story short I have, like, in my head, I categorize things, things I need to see at the cinema, things that I will see on streaming, things that, you know, like, I would, like, happily not watch ever. And there's this one little space in there, which is things for movies that I'll watch eventually. I'll watch them, but probably when I'm on an airplane, it's long haul, I'm literally trapped on a flight. This is that movie. I have a category of movies that, like, I just don't want to watch. Okay. (laughs) This is that one. That if I could reinvent a time machine instead of going and doing something really really important i would take this movie out of my brain wow dude it's just like it's not that bad no it's It's not it's a bit of fun no can i say that it's movies that like just don't do anything new yeah yeah like and or don't make any attempt to and also are like heralded as being pretty good i'm like no that was shit they didn't push anything forward it wasn't even itself it wasn't even like that funny like the only good part was ryan reynolds you have got and, a serious vendetta, and he movie. was exactly the same person he's been for the last two decades. And we are a little, we are a little bit, as we've mentioned getting a couple there. of times. I'm yeah, there, Ryan. I'm a little over Ryan right now. Ryan needs a breaky. I did, I did write down a, a comment here that yeah. this was a movie that I watched in two parts, and unfortunately, 
I watched the first hour of this movie, stopped, went and watched Bond, which is unfathomably better movie, came back and then watched the second half of it today. So like in between both halves of this, I've <laughs> gone and seen something which is like really good movie movie making yeah. versus this. So like for for I mean jumping jumping ahead a little bit, there is a lot of green screen in this. Like I just a think lot. It, I just well, there's a lot of green screen. There's a lot but, of CGI. But when it, when you compare that to some of the stuff that's in Bond, there's like this. There's just this one. It's not spoiling anything. There's this yeah. one scene in Bond where they're in like a dark corridor basically, and it's phenomenal use of of like light and dark. So like imagine on like a big I I am actually wherever you're watching it, it's the whole screen basically is black and there's this tiny doorway and you can just see the two characters mm. and it's so beautifully shot. And then I came back and I had to watch The Rock on a green screen for another hour and a half. Green screen that doesn't add anything as well. No. Like I man, I'm trying to see like this is just everything that's wrong with Hollywood. Yeah, they pro- they constantly produce movies like this. Is this like a weird spin off of like Ocean's uh, like spin off like a rip off of like Ocean's Eleven? It's a rip off of Ocean's Eleven. It's a rip off of like I'm pretty sure a James Bond movie where they're stealing some art. It's a rip off yeah. of like every movie that ever existed in Hollywood that was good. They tried to take like a little part of it, but just also a little, stick, little bit. Just a little, little bit. Just stick to their cookie cutter formula of Hollywood, right? So then talking about performances, let's move on then. What did you think of? Yeah, I mean, we're only really going to talk about the main three. Maybe four actors in this because no one else was really in this. Um, I think I like. I, I hate to like sound redundant, but like the performances were exactly what you'd expect mm-hmm. from a movie that was produced by Netflix with these people. Well, that's interesting spot. you say that. That's interesting you say that. Yeah. Let me just jump ahead because the film was av- uh, originally supposed to land in theaters under Universal Studios, uh, but they sold the distribution rights to Netflix. So it's all Hollywood. There was clearly so, money behind this at one point. Well, I mean, yeah. there was two hundred million dollars. Yeah. But like, I I wonder if they just realized this is like a bit of a dud and kind of like oh. See, I don't even think... I think it's just, like, they probably... Netflix probably, like, bought... The, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the details. But, like, this is the kind of thing that Universal Pictures would produce. Like, it's... True. This is the cookie cutter. How do we appeal to the most mass audience without pissing anyone off? Like, take True. no risk, no ambition, make the same movie we always make. And so... and But for some reason, as I was watching this, it kind of felt like they, they were doing all this. They were using every Hollywood trope, every cookie cutter formula. Yeah. But for some reason, they, like truly seem to believe that it's the first time it was done. Like they were trying to make us believe that this is, this is, this is important. This is, this has never been done. This is a great movie. I was like the whole time I was like, I'm not buying it. I've got to say, like, I know, I know I go on random vendettas against certain actors and stuff, but like, I just, I've just never understood the rock. Like (laughs) I don't get like, he's very charismatic. I'll give him that. Like in a wrestling ring, He's probably one of my all-time favorite wrestlers, maybe behind like Stone Cold Steve Austin, because I don't know that much about wrestling. Because I have I have a list too. I don't have a list. Well, that's all I know really. And the Undertaker <laughs> and Mankind—they're my favorites. The the classic four, maybe Triple H if you're lucky. But take that out of that that sort of like live performance theater. I don't think it works the same. Like that charisma's not. Man, he's just got a mass appeal. There's a lot of people that would buy. Could <laughs> say something way different than no, he's just massive. got a massive. <laughs> He's got a massive, massive what, appeal. What do you think? What do you I, think about the pacing? Why is your head there, bud? My what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Pun intended. Film. Uh, what about the pacing then? What do you think? I think it's actually pretty good. I thought it was like fairly well paced. I mean, like I think that the pacing was fine, mainly because it was aided by Ryan Reynolds' humor, right? Like, if if not for yeah. that, it'd be pretty bad. But um, it was a lot of like, and then they went here, and then they went here, and then they went here, and there was a lot of like big title cards, well, which is like. 
another point. I was like, it feels like this is so Hollywood. Like they're just going around the world because they can. Yes. Because like they, they think that makes it a good movie. And well, also we've got these big yeah. actors who probably want to just go take a vacation in Spain. Well, right? interestingly, a lot of this was shot during COVID. So yeah. there were a lot of, so this is an act, this is actually a bit of trivia. I'm stealing ahead here. So the Jet Setting Globe, uh, all the antics were supposed to be set in Rome, Bali, Valencia, Cairo, Argentina, Argentina, Sardinia, London, etc. However, many of the sites were actually in Georgia, uh, in the US, because they just couldn't get to the locations. I bet they were so bummed. That they were this, so because like they signed on to this movie because like at least we get to go travel to these cool places. You know, like this isn't that great of a movie. It's probably probably all of them have a Netflix deal or something. I think Ryan Reynolds does. Yeah, like well, at least one of them would. And they're just like, whatever. This is one film off my docket, and I get to travel to all these places. But nope. Well, intro. Yeah. Well, the bit where they were supposed to be in the Amazon rainforest, and it was literally like, <laughs> it looked like they were in a parking lot with like trees stuck up around them. It was awful. Yeah. The especially when they like flew out of the the hidden place without spoiling things. Jesus. And they were in that water. I was like, this looks so like it looks like a set. Well, let's try and just skip through the last two very yeah. quickly before we move on to the rest of it. Action. What do you think? First scene was cool. That's it. That's what I thought. There yeah. was like maybe two good action scenes. I liked the fight in the vault as well. That was pretty well choreographed. I think when they brought the scale yeah. down, so like all this, everything had like to a be... video game when they were driving the jeeps and stuff. I was like, I would play this level. That'd be fun. <laughs> everything but had I didn't to enjoy be... watching it that much. Look, everything had to be like the James Bond giant mm -hmm. wide uh, set shots of like beautiful scenery. Whereas when they brought it down, like like the first scene when they were in the, the art gallery, the, all this in the trailer, and it's Ryan Reynolds being chased by Dwayne yeah. Johnson, or that scene where they were in the uh, in the vault and it was Gal Gadot fighting the two of them. Great. Like that was fine, but as soon as they broadened that that picture out just a little little bit, I was like, mm. "Oh, I thought you were talking about the vault with the in the Nazi tomb." No, no, no you're no, talking no. about the second vault, the first, the vault. earlier one. Yeah, okay, yeah, now fair. I, that was a good scene too. Like the choreography was good. I think like it, if Build the Bear franchise got into filmmaking, <laughs> and then like their prime customer <laughs> was like, you know, like agents of Hollywood in the '90s. Yes. Or sorry, no, like TV or movie 80s. executives in the 90s, 80s. It's a very 80s film, This isn't it? is what would be made. Yeah. Like variations Actually, of this. I'm lying, it's 90s. It doesn't have the ambition of the 90s, 90s I mean, yeah. This is what would be made. And like, there's always a car ready, right? In the chase scene. Like, <laughs> there's always a Ferrari with keys yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always a car ready. There's always something exploding that J Dwayne Johnson is jumping from. He's always in jungle attire. He is. Mate, the guy has a contract, I'm sure. He's that's, always in the fucking there's jungle. There's no way that's not in his contract that it's like he has to be in a, t a shmedium, yep, shmedium jungle attire. Yep, yep, yep. And he also has to be jumping off a some thing. kind of foundation that is crumbling. Oh, my God. Just long enough to latch on to show the tricep. Like, that's a clause. Do you remember the skyscraper? In his contract. <sighs> the sky, yeah, the skyscraper movie where the earth, or like the LA one where the earthquake just takes everything. So, he's been so in so many. Yeah. Mate, they're I'm all the same, dude. And the worst thing about this movie is, and I, I'm going to oh, skip sorry. over the super quick, is that the CGI a... was not good. Yeah, I mean, for $200 CGI. million, dollars, I, they must have spent it all on Dwayne Johnson. I don't understand why. But... Well, one more question before we move yeah. on, super quickly. <clears throat> At what point yeah. did pro wrestlers who are in movies stop doing their signature moves in said movies? Because there was a time when if you had like yeah. a Stone Cold Steve Austin or you had a John Cena or you had The Rock, they'd bust out like a suplex or they do like a DDT or some shit. I Will know it? what these these moves are called. When did that? I want to see that. I still want to see that now. I know The Rock's moved on and he's apparently like I mean, a movie this star. This is his signature move. 
jumping off crumbling yeah, ground to jump on and hang by a thread from a cliff skyscraper, you know, waterfall, Next thing. whatever Next you thing. want to yeah. insert. All right. What are your tones and themes? Are there any? Life isn't about material things, but the thrill and the journey. Cool. It's pretty fucking good, I think, for pulling out of this rock. That's like out, water out, out of a nowhere. rock. I just pulled water out of a rock. You did. Well done. Yeah. Out of the rock. Well done. <laughs> out of Dwayne <laughs> I didn't Johnson. Mean to do that. <laughs> right. Pun. Uh, I just said it's like a classic heist espionage nonsense movie. Like, it's not even a tone or a theme. Really. It's kind of a theme, but it's like, yeah. I didn't get it. I didn't gain anything from this other than maybe lost a few brain cells. So, yeah. three best and three worst. You must have something that you enjoy uh, about this. I accidentally deleted my first one. <laughs> um, I think I, I put uh, Ryan Reynolds is still funny, even though it's the same thing we've always seen. Like it sure. does, it does hit because he's he's funny. He's got he's got that. What is the like snarky? He's got the snark. He's got it down. He's a he, snarker. He's a snarky. Did you think it felt a little phoned in in this? Oh, for sure. I felt but like, like that almost bit. adds to the snark. Sure, okay. That's almost like uh-huh. you're right. I am phoning yeah, it. Um, and guess yeah. what? Mike Jin is in the fucking movie too. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you guys. Girlfriend. And I was just like, yeah, fair. Fair enough. Yeah. To Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I mean, like, the third bad. I mean, like, good for... Yeah, good for him. Um, The psychological evaluation jokes were kind of kind of funny. Sure. I'm, having I'm seen, down for that. Having seen uh, actually, like, the... What's that show where they... Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Springer. Uh, no, what's the one where we, if Mindhunter, Mindhunter, yeah. where it follows like how that actually became a department. Mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. having seen that, which is like a very good show and everyone should watch and you should stop even listening to our podcast about this stupid movie. Sorry. Movie, movie. Well, finish first. Yeah. Finish the finish first. Go, go watch the show. It's good. Um, I also Dennis one. Villanova, I think actually directed that. Villanova. Yeah, I think so. Huh? I could have made that up. I mean, you might've done, but I'm, yeah. I'm very impressed that you yeah. might know that. Anyway. Um, having seen that and understanding like how they actually evaluate characters, it was kind of funny to like watch jokes be made out of it. Um, the other one, the other part would be, I guess the first chase sequence was kind of fun. David Fincher, David Fincher. Sorry. Not, fin- not Villanova. Fincher is good too, though. Fincher's great. Sorry, go on. Um, those are my three, to be honest, the best. <laughs> I just opened my phone. It's just that amazing it's picture. Rastafari it's Rastafari steroid guy. <laughs> it's Bobby Blish again. <laughs> Bobby Blish. I can't believe that guy's name is Bobby. Great name. Great name. <laughs> That's not a Bobby, bro. He's a Bobby. He's not a Bobby. He's not a Jack Sparrow, but he's trying. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a Yoke Sparrow. Yeah. Um. All right. So I've got. I quite like the the building the wall payoff. Yeah, that was cute. But like, also, why would they have the prisoners build the wall? Great question. <laughs> uh, there was a sheer I drop. On, there was a sheer drop outside of it, though. So why build the wall in the first place? I don't know. Just to get, just to show that Ryan Reynolds had yeah. had it all planned. Uh, Trope. Yeah, Sorry. it's it's very much like the Tyrion Lannister rolling off to the edge of the uh, the, the prison cell. So you can just you're just looking over and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, the definitely not cop in prison scene. Very much enjoyed that. Scene. True. Forgot about that. That is a good like. It's classic Ryan Reynolds. Classic humor. Yeah. Like that was Van Wilder basically. It was close. That was him. That you just changed. He's like who can I be? Finally graduated. The last one was I mentioned up top the yeah. the fake egg, like it's like the very first scene. Like you're not I'm not spoiling anything. 
they it's the rock showing off that he is a detective and he pours a coca-cola over what they think is one of these fake chemical reaction and and it just disintegrates the real egg i liked it it's a trope but i I thought thought it went well i thought that was really funny when he comes in he's like you guys what's your do you have thermal imaging (laughs) and they're like of course and like that (laughs) and then he shows he's like if it was if this was a real thing it'd be reflecting radiation and that's why this is a fake and like the the fucking the manager of the museum like looks at his security guy. He's like, "Oh, the thermal thingy thing must be broken." Yeah, it's like, this is Hand so full. Like, what waving. is this ridiculous shit? First of all, like, why would you even answer this random guy who comes in with an iPad? Like, what is your security? Let me just give him everything right away. Like, no. Secondly, like, is that really a response? Oh, you know, the thermal thing jig is broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, that's pretty integral to everything that this is. This is like this the device ma- yeah. is supposed to do. Like, yeah. why is this a yada yada yada? Sorry, I'm, I'm rambling. No, no, it's fine. Anyway. I guess that could fit into my worst as well. And that <laughs> is, give me three worst. Uh, I mean, it's like the most predictable movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you could tell like after 15 minutes. After that first sequence, the next scene, you could pretty much map out the movie. Oh, easily. Did. Um, that was one of two ways it could have gone, and it went one of the two ways. Yeah. Uh, I feel kind of bad here because... <laughs> we we did have fr- uh, friend of the show Amir recommend this for us Amir, to talk about, and this is great podcast just content. Tearing its pieces for this is great podcast content. Um, I would say this: write in and tell me why you like it. Yes, do. or did you like it? Is that what the was the feedback? I loved you just it. Said pretty much yes. Defend it. Defend. <laughs> Come on and do one of the argument episodes we do where yeah. against Dre about this movie. No, I, 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 it's fun. It's good content. Like it's, great content. Yeah, what you, yeah. So what were your three worst? Sorry, you did one. Uh, sorry, that was the first one. Was the most predictable movie I've ever seen. Uh, second one, honestly, it's like one and the same. Is the most Hollywood movie I've ever seen. It's not even sure. just predictable. It's like you could tell someone was like, "Get the Rock, we get Gal Gadot, we basically make it a heist." Who's hot with, right now? With like lift art pieces. It was you know. Planned all along. Yeah. And yeah. And oh yeah, Ryan Reynolds, because we, we have a deal with him, right? Yeah, we got to get him in a movie. Get him in. Get him yeah. in here. He just bees him in his old self. Uh, and then the third one I just had was just going around the world because you can for no other reason than to do it. Well, it's like, that's the classic Adam Sandler thing, isn't it? He's just like, guys, let's get, get all his mates and go to like yeah. Hawaii for a film. Fair enough. A film shoot. I would too if I could. Yeah, actually, no, fair, yeah. No so hate, my three are the like the offensive green screening in this. Yeah, couldn't get over it. I've said it already, but The Rock's a movie star. I know people love him. I know there are things people say he's good in. I I just haven't. He's just the same dude. Caught the fever, just yeah, not for just, me. Yeah. And my last one was that the sequel baiting at the end is just not. I it's it's like that classic. I I feel like this will get a sequel. I will not be watching. Me neither. But there is a classic like Hollywood trope that's been happening over recent years of trying to build cinematic universes. And there's always like a stinger for the next one or like a thing that's going to happen or they leave it on a knife edge. And I reckon 90% of the movies don't get a second. So it's like if this doesn't get a follow-up movie, which it will, it'll make money and Netflix will want to cash in on having Gal Gadot, Dwayne Johnson and, and Ryan Reynolds quips. If it didn't, <laughs> it's like, why, why, There's why no is this need here? to do it anyway? No. Like, you could still make the sequel without that little sequence. So, talk end. to me then. What did you think of. Sorry. There you go. Real quick. What did you think about Gal Gadot in this? I thought she was fine, but I think what she was given, she was, she was good with it. Just 
just wasn't given much. She just, she was I just, she just showed around. up and just played herself. Yeah, literally yeah. just played herself. She's like very likable, very attractive, but like not much there for the character. She's I just well, playing it was, off. It was, a, it was supposed to be like a buddy heist movie, right? Yeah. Like that was the kind of point of it. And she was kind of, she was the foil almost. Yeah, she wasn't developed but, uh, really. She didn't. She's the no. only one that didn't have a backstory. Well, they her, gave the dad backstory for both, and then yeah, I, I yeah. guess her kind of point in this movie was to always be the one that scuppers whatever they're doing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the hee hee, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, she's literally that. <laughs> she was. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> gotcha again. <laughs> she was like a cartoon character. It literally was. It's just like, like it was like the Pokemon. Like she just popped out like, the side. You know, like ah, Team Rocket, we're back. Like oh, know. oh my god, it yeah. totally was Team Rocket. Uh, okay, then super quickly. One last question. Yeah, sorry. Let's go. Is this movie better or worse than Aquaman 2018? It's worse than most fish movies. <laughs> Any movie about Any fish. Any fish movie would be better than this. There's not many fish in this movie. Yeah, but <laughs> neither the, not the point. <laughs> if I, you put a fish in a movie, it would be better than this. It's it, better than Aquaman. This or it's is, worse. Sorry, this it's is worse, worse than Aquaman 2018. Absolutely. Like not... Yeah. Not my... By reams of paper. Not really my kind. <laughs> We're back like, to the paper. Like. All right, so let's do a bit of spoilers, shall we? Tell reams. Yeah. The main twist is that Gal Gadot and The Rock were working together all along. It's, oh, my God. It's the working together all along. The FBI agent isn't actually the agent. It's the criminal. The mistake in the beginning that shouldn't have happened actually should. Mm-hmm. The, you, you get it. Mm-hmm. You get so it. they were both the bishops. So on a chessboard... There are always two bishops. Actually, that's incorrect. Factually incorrect. There are four bishops that on a chessboard. They, they <laughs> I wonder if that's what they're working towards. I wonder if that's the point. They're like, there'll be four. Yeah, but like working together. There's two bishops Agreed. working together. Agreed. Uh, and I thought, look, I thought the twist initially was going to be that Ryan Reynolds was the second bishop. That's what it kind of was hinting at to me. It was almost a case of, I thought he was like the subterfuge to try and put the rock off his job. Because the rock... Admittedly, he was kind of convincing as uh, the the FBI agent. I th- he was trying to get himself, you know, uh, the, off the you charges. Know, those were the two ways it could go. Those were the literal the reason two ways. I That's thought, what I said before. The, yeah, the re- you're right. The reason I was like, it's going to be The Rock is because it was like, they just seemed to be setting up Brian Reynolds to be this like, you know, aloof. Not aloof, but like constantly foiled. Constantly really? the, right. the butt of the joke guy. But That's why I thought he'd make a really good, like, Second, like, like you're second right. It piece. was super tropey. It could have gone either way. It could have been yeah. either. I reckon they filmed two endings. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon they didn't decide till they figured out who's casting sketch, like who Definitely. they could have to film what dates, or who was who who had the better chemistry with Gal Gadot. They were like, well, the the rocks done. Which all I right didn't here. think the rock had. Neither of them did. I thought that was like super, like yeah, right, kind of creepy. Yeah, and also he's three times the size of her, so. It, whenever he was near, does he, he drink like, like was... vampire blood? Like he looks like he has an age, but also there's something about him. Where I'm like, you're a bit off. I don't know. He's it's very like he's he's just like yoked. Yeah. There's so much to him. I don't know how you can stay that big for so long. I mean, also yeah. there's human growth hormones. Uh, or, or the other way I thought he might have gone was that Ryan Reynolds was just like a distraction character. Like he was actually so as in the bishop was kind of planning, like letting him do his own thing to distract from what the bishop was doing the whole time. I thought well, that, that was be. part of what happened. Kind in the first of, part of the heist. Of. She yeah. was like letting him do all his things so that yeah. Would, yeah anyway. I just think there were one too many like big plot twists. Like there was like ten too many yeah. false trail hopes where it's there was ten too many things like well oh you thought this but it was actually this. I was here all along it happened all along you should have known like 
How should I have known? First of all, no, I shouldn't have because you just did that out of nowhere. Well, there was a bit. Second of all, yeah. Yeah, like, sorry, you go. I don't care because you've done this four times. There was a bit when they were in the vault, yes. in, in the English guy's vault, yes. and sh they, 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 they went through this big rigmarole to get in there, and then Gal Gadot just pops out, and she's like, there's an easier way if you'd have just thought about it. And you're like, you as the viewer who's only seen this vault as this impenetrable thing that no one can get in without all these extra steps, how the fuck are we supposed feels to know cheap. that? cheap. It's so cheap. Yeah, it feels cheap. And I get it, She's she was like seducing the guy whose vault it was, but at the same time... It's so cheap. Yeah. How how would we have well, ever guessed? Well, she's a tropey character. She's like the hot. It is. It is a little hot, bit. seductive spy. Right. I, the I'm Russian idiot. spy. Right. The whatever you want to what insert James Bond movie. And the 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 kind of underlining on that is the fact that there is literally a scene. So that the, the film winds up that they go to Argentina to find the final. Like we didn't even talk about the three Cleopatra's eggs. There were three Cleopatra's eggs. We kind of touched on it. One of which was uh, in an art museum, one of which was in a private collection, and one of which was lost. They got the first two, and then they had only Ryan Reynolds knew where the third one was. Yeah. And they went away to Argentina, and they find it in this Nazi art vault thing that's like, hidden like, underground. Yeah, one of Hitler's last, like... Yes, or his art dealers, wh yeah. whatever. And there's literally a quip in this by Ryan Reynolds who goes, just look for the box that says MacGuffin. And I just thought to myself, you've been listening to our podcast. <laughs> We talked about MacGuffins for the first 15 episodes. Yeah. It's true, though. Like, it's... it's, uh, And that's the kind of, like, tropey shit writing that I expect for this. And when he lifted the thing and it literally had Cleopatra on it, I was yeah. like... I ex yeah, we should have expected He made a joke about that, too. Oh, Nazis. Great at naming or something. Yeah, Great yeah, yeah. Name. Unreal. And I guess that's kind of... That kind of shows you where the level of this film was. To be it doesn't, like, take itself too seriously, but it expects you to, like, not be surprised about its tropes. I don't know. There's some way... I'm not really being clear about it, but... It, as I was watching it, like it was like with the music swelling as the twist happened, mm. it was like this is a twist. I'm like, this isn't worthy of the of the we, moment. We didn't talk making. about music in in, in non spoilers, yeah. but like I just wrote a note that just said, like it's kind of unnoticeable the music. Like it's not it's not really anything in this. But I had the subtitles on while I was watching it because I was kind of doing three things at once. Yeah, and there was literally a bit that said suspenseful music plays. And without reading that, I wouldn't have known what I was supposed to be feeling. I was like, like good oh, it's suspense right now. Great. Glad yeah, I had this on. Yeah, good thing you had those on. Yeah, I, pff, no. absolutely. Um, this was also kind of an advert. I think you mentioned it before. It has both Ryan Reynolds and The Rock's alcohols in it. Did you notice that? Oh, really? So my, my, uh, my dumb summary didn't make sense then. I said one of them didn't get a product placement well, contract. I didn't see The Rock's alcohol. I, I don't think it was overt. I think oh, yeah. The Rock was drinking it at the bar. So, so you know whiskey? when he's in the airport and he's trying to leave? Yeah. I think he, it's like a tequila or something, right? Mm. I think he was drinking it in the bar, but it's not really referenced. But that's mm. what he's supposed to be drinking. The gin one got all the you didn't five get, different you didn't shots. Get, you didn't get the label, though. You did? You got everything but the label. The gin one it was got... It was turned around. You saw AV something. Did you? I, right. I, I at least thought I did. Was Aviations... That's, like Avion that's Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds gin or whatever it's called. It starts with an A and a V. Wow. I believe. I, th there was one, the, two two funny jokes in it. One of which was there's the, a couple. He had a couple good one-liners. I like the resting failure face. Resting, I thought that, that was, was really good. that was a good that line. right there. That resting failure face. <laughs> that was good. Makes it worth it all. And then the other good line. There was another one. Was like, she's a solid ten. You're like a little muscular midget. <laughs> what, did, what did he say? Muscular five. five. I don't know. I, he's like a, a a tanned muscular. He didn't say baby midget. or something. It was like toddler. Maybe yeah, maybe, toddler. Yeah. I don't know. It was 
I think he, he had the couple. There was, there was one line I remembered a second ago. I instantly forgot it when they were having the the very first fight scene when they're in the art gallery. Yeah, and the rocks chasing Ryan Reynolds, which is actually. I would say objectively a good scene. It is. The it's a lot of hijinks. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. It, it kind of steals again. We talked about stealing from Jackie Chan movies. Kind of stole from that Rush Hour thing where, you know, he's... Took a little of its own spin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, he was like letting letting guards fall down and stuff, but never really trying to hurt, like properly hurt them. I kind of like that. Showed mm-hmm. that he had a good side to him as well. There was a quip in there somewhere as well. And I was like, that was actually a half decent joke. Outside of those two though, I can't really remember any. There was one where it was about his jacket. I think it's actually in the trailer. And he's like, the cow, something about the cow. Oh, there, there's is. a very embarrassed cow somewhere. Yeah, I don't ah, know. I've seen it in the trailer. Uh, yeah. one, he one... a lot of good jokes. Like, if not for him, honestly, this movie would have been trash. Like, absolute garbage. He carried the, the comedic. It, it's meant is. to be a comedy, right? Because mm. it's not, it's very predictable. So, like, it's not meant to actually be a thriller. Or if it is, it does a very bad job of it. Two and, questions. Yeah. Two questions. Why does Hollywood keep trying to push Ed Sheeran? Honors in movies yeah, what was and up with TV that? shows. That was like a that bit at the end when he's swinging it. his guitar around. Yeah, he even Awful. he even's like, I was in Game of Thrones. And that was supposed to be the funny part. That was supposed oh. to be him like self-referentially realizing that he's not a good actor, but in a scene where he is being a really bad actor, I was like, stop it, stop it. I think it was kind of funny though the joke where it was like he gets these the whole movie is about these three Faberge or not a Faberge eggs. It's kind of a the, twist on that, right? Yeah, it, it, whatever it is, it's three eggs and like they finally get them for this guy he put on a competition to get them for his daughter's wedding or something we haven't really framed this film yeah well. we i mean the plots would be relevant so <laughs> <laughs> anyway they, they the whole movie is about it they get the eggs they get billions of bazillions of dollars for it because he's a really rich guy and the daughter runs past the eggs the gift Straight just to ed, to ed sheeran, sheeran cause yeah. he's playing a song i thought it was pretty funny I like that they they then given away the family at the end of it. So the bishops had clearly bought their way out of going directly to prison by giving away the yeah the Egyptian billionaire, whatever he was. Yeah, which is kind of fair enough. Actually. He, <laughs> he literally paid people to steal stuff for him. Yeah. Second question, very quickly. How do they up the stakes in the second movie? Like they're gonna do a second movie. We talked about like, it's bound to get. What do you what do you do to up the stakes? They've like are they gonna be against the third best art thief in the world? Are they going to get another good art thief? Like just, They're going to just hire another really, really popular actor who is the new competition. Who's, who do you reckon it's going to be? I, it's impossible to say, right? But I think they'll go female. I think they'll go with like Melissa McCarthy or something. I don't know who they're going to be. They've got to go comedian, right? They've got to give I mean, it some it, extra. That's what this is. It's a com- like I guess like there is no stakes. It's a comedy, right? So well, the Rock was I the think st- that, that the predictable thing is they'll just get another big actor. Well, The Rock was kind of the straight man in this, but now we know his, his, his vibe. Maybe they'll find someone who, someone else who's the straight man, someone else who's like deadpan and yeah, could be angry all the time. Uh, like, honestly, doesn't deserve our theorizing. I don't know. Like, have fun with it. <laughs> I imagine, like, imagine they bringing like Matthew McConaughey and he's like, yeah, I mean, that that like, is something they could do. That like, would be really. But he tends funny. to do like good movies now. Yeah, he's changed. He's like basically pull the full 180 did the same movie for like two decades once upon a time we and then have yeah, like, once all of a sudden you like have you seen that spiff or skip skit on it no it's so funny it's this like if you, it's true detective season one and it's these guys that do a skit on like the first season of true detective uh-huh. so he's like dressed up as matthew mcconaughey yeah, yeah, yeah. in the scenes where he's like really really like washed up and old and drunk <laughs> yeah he's like matthew we just got a few questions like a detective about your uh your past movie history. And they just throw all the, like, fool's gold, all, how to drop a guy, all of these, like, you basically made the same movie for 10 years. What happened? And he's like, well, 
I've started reading the scripts. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized I just need to stop doing bad movies. <laughs> Something like that. I'm, I'm butchering it. No, You've that's got right. this yeah. Plug for these guys that made this great parody skit of True Detective. Google it on YouTube. It's nice. phenomenal. I'll check it out. All right. Yeah. Trivia, true or false? Are you ready for this? Oh, I've already told you one of these. Damn it. Okay. I'm going to have to change my direction a little bit. If you want to, I can just give you a trope list. Whenever you're ready, you tell me. Can I do this? And yeah, you, you, do trope list? you do that. Great. I, I, I want to see your, your feels about these. True or false? Ryan Reynolds plays the son of a policeman in the film. His real father was, in fact, also a policeman. True. You're right. It was true. <laughs> it's too random. I know. <laughs> All right. So, true or false? Tom Cruise, Nicolas Cage, Keanu Reeves were all considered for a part, Ryan Reynolds' part in this movie. No, Nicolas Cage wasn't. It's not quite true. They were considered for a part in the movie. And apparently, Nicolas Cage was nominated by Dwayne Johnson. So, <laughs> so I was very that wrong. tells you everything I you need to know. I was very wrong there, yeah. Um, last trivia or false, I only do three quick ones. Cast me- all the cast members from this movie have been in DC movies. The main cast members, Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Long pause. I don't Epic recall podcasting. Dwayne Johnson being in a DC movie. He's not in it yet. Yeah. He is going to be in the upcoming Black Adam movie. So technically okay. it's false, but okay. he is going to be in it. However, they did say, because obviously Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool now. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, back in the day, he was Green Lantern, DC character. They did also say that they wanted to try and get the DC and Marvel universes together. And I've seen the clip of The Rock seeing that, saying that, and he is hammered. Yeah. Like, you can literally see you his see, eyes are like drunk. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Well, if everyone can get it together, we can get it together. <laughs> yeah. Like, calm down, Dwayne. It's like, dude, you're not that big. Mm, you can't he just, is. He is huge. You can't just make the MCU let you guys in. Less of you, mate. Come on. Yeah. Um, I think it would be good as Black Adam, though. I think he's got that in him. I don't know enough about it to say, but. What are your quick tropes? Quick trope, trope, tropes. Oh, no, I was just going to list tropes. them. Like, the, the cop is actually the criminal. They were working together all along. Trope two, the false trail where he gives the wrong information to said person, but said receiving person knows it's the wrong information. So they actually have the right information. The thing you stole is not actually the thing you stole. I'm already sitting here on the couch trope at least four times. So many times. At least four times. Um, the, I've come to like the guy I've been pitted against, so I can't actually do the thing that I was going to do and basically reverse everything. I've my entire backstory. Yeah. I'm a bad criminal. No, I guess I'm a good guy now. I'll be the good guy. Yeah. The car chase where the fucking car just waiting there with the keys in it. There are a lot it. of tropes in this movie. Uh, the I was leading you here all along trope. Um, Look, all right, we now, get it. There are a lot of tropes in this movie. I could keep going. Please don't. <laughs> are you bored? I was too when I watched. Great. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys, for sticking with it. We, we went on a bit of a tangent with this one. I didn't enjoy it anywhere near as much as I thought I was going to, but that was our sort of rambling overview of red notice thank you all for sticking with it we do have a couple of bits of correspondence this week if you don't mind i do not we first of all have bobby blish (laughs) (laughs) we had friend of the show luke i put it out there last week i said has anyone else seen eternals yet what did you think were there any quick reactions to the fact that it's now the lowest rated Rotten Tomatoes Marvel movie, which, by the way, <laughs> has carried on going down since we talked about it. 
So it's, I think it's in like the late 40s now. That's unfair. Which but... is not, which is, I think that's unfair. So, and friend of the show, Luke, agrees. To, I, I took Tyler and asked, you know, what do you think? He said he thinks the critics are harsh. Uh, it, it was a lot to cram in, and he felt that he was trying to make a statement about religion and defying uh, defying it and sticking to your encouraged culture. Definitely strong, strong encouragement for the diversity in this movie uh, and, and pushing for diverse communities, which I agree with. Great. We should be pushing for all of those things. Like, he's right. It did try and cram a lot in. We talked about it last week. If you've not heard our Eternals... Co- not commentary, that's the wrong word, podcast yet. What do you think about that? I agree with all that. I think uh, it's just crazy to me. What did we say this was for Rotten Tomatoes? The the Red the Notice. The Red Notice. Oh, wow, low. Like I think it was 30, like 30, 39 so, or something. So I was going to say, if this is like better than The Eternals, I would have been pissed. Wow, yeah. You know what imagine. I mean? But, uh, not pissed, but that would have been shocked. Well, on the same lines, new friend of the show, Nat, she just said that she saw it last week. She really enjoyed it, but didn't rate the storyline. I'm. That's kind of how I felt about it. I think. Yeah, it's just that we we talked about it, so you can listen to the pod. But I think that the Etern- like at least they swung. That's what I think. Yeah. That's what both those guys. Yeah, said. At least I agree right. At least now nah, everybody agrees. At least they swung. I mean, like if you like, as soon as you stop swinging, it's like the old Rocky Balboa. It's yeah. like it's not about how hard her life hits yeah. you, it's how much you can get back up. <laughs> Gotta right. keep swinging. Gotta keep swinging. Yeah. Well, thank you both for the correspondence. We really do appreciate it. Um, where can they find us? Podcastassemble at gmail.com or podcastassemble on Instagram. Absolutely. And if you like what you hear, maybe tell a friend or Share give it. us a five star review on review. Apple. We we like all those things. They apparently help. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever all of the want. above. One of the things I like to tell friends about, I, I don't like to tell friends about the podcast, so I'm perfectly honest. I get really self conscious about it. <laughs> and then when I do start talking about it, I don't shut up. So <laughs> there you go. Anyone, we love it when we have new listeners. Anyone. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Anyone and everyone. Except anyone. (laughs) Accepting all. All individuals. (laughs) This is all getting cut. Thank you very much, guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Tally ho. Tally ho.